Valentine. Valentine is coming over. Valentine. Valentine. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Lexington is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. Send it out to all the super sharp shooters shooting their shots three days from now is valentine's day don't worry though don't worry if you don't have a valentine it's not the end of the world it's not uh, it's not by force just relax just relax your muscles it's fine it's fine um yeah this week we've got a very interesting conversation joined by a special guest in the building uh should i say her name or should we just let her introduce herself i'm gonna let her introduce herself but nah i might as well say her name because it's in the description anyway Duh. stupid so we're joined by uh von copeland and we're talking about dating and relationships in the digital age and everything surrounding that um quite interesting conversation so yeah if you want to get involved in the convo make sure you use the hashtag redesign pod all one word that's redesigned pod all one word jump on the twitter and instagram and join the conversation don't forget if you want to leave a review thank you to everyone that's left reviews on itunes and what do you call it what's that thing called apple Podcasts. thank you so much shout out to jody just saw your review today also shout out to g sharp 81 thanks very much for the review appreciated five stars well done though done though so if you want to um leave a review you can all you need to do is go to the apple podcast app and click on where it says write review and uh yeah give us a feedback let us know what you think of the podcast obviously it helps us get found on itunes and whatnot so yeah i'd appreciate it give me a five star review please done though come on so yeah let's dive into this week's show and yeah enjoy Valentine's Day is round the corner. Got any plans? I'm waiting to see what um, the other half has surprised me with. Yeah? Yeah. What's the worst Valentine's Day you've ever had? Do you remember? Do you know what? I've never had a bad Valentine's that I can think of. I mean, there's obviously been Valentine's when I've been single. Yeah. And then that's always like, oh, you're seeing everybody walking around with their presents and their flowers. and. Yeah it highlights to you the fact that you're single on that day yeah. but when I've been single I've just gone and said to another single friend like let's just go out dancing and have a good time yeah um so it's not ever been a case of just sitting around um feeling sorry for myself no no do you know what Try, come to think of it yeah I haven't had one either it's like it's either I have one or I don't and the yeah. ones where you but sometimes you don't even care yeah but I think like but I think that's coming from a guy's perspective. I think yeah. girls always kind of care a little they bit about more, the yeah, fact that they they're do. single on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think like these days, like on social media, it's like social media makes it worse, like for those who kind of, they're not going to get a Valentine's. Yeah, yeah. Or... I think any occasion, um, people feel worse when they're not in the situation they want to be um, and seeing people who seemingly seem to be in the situation that they want to be in. 
So people now on social media are a lot more um, visual with what's going on in their life. Um, And although the visual may not tell the full story, Mm. we are still influenced by what we see visually. Yeah, definitely. So if we see somebody with a hundred bunches of roses in their bedroom and (laughs) five giant teddy bears and (laughs) that were delivered by a helicopter on Valentine's Day and we are sitting there with fish and chips for dinner, um, we might start to feel like... (laughs) Do you know what I'm laughing? Yeah, I'm just just imagining the scenario where you've got like boyfriend and girlfriend sitting on the sofa and they're both scrolling through Instagram, yeah, Mm. on Valentine's Day. And then she's seeing like all of this, the roses and all that. And now she's giving him side eye like, hmm. (laughs) What have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? (laughs) So it's it's difficult. I think the thing is to focus is that just with anything, I mean, you know, with regards to just feeling happy and grateful for what you have in your life, you cannot constantly make external references Mm. if you are are constantly making references to what you see externally as to what appears to be a better happier life than yours you're never going to really feel satisfied because there is always going to be someone else out there that is doing it bigger than you 100% you know funny funny you mentioned that because I saw I saw one of your um your posts on Instagram Mm. I'm just going to read like a couple couple like sentences from it it was quite quite interested actually okay cool um shall i read all of it let me read all of it all right see there are lots of things people are hiding in their photos and you can't always see Mm. now i'm not suggesting the person you're speaking to online is already pregnant (laughs) however people hide a multitude of things even when they have an attractive profile they could be dealing with a broken heart not over their ex already in a relationship be dealing with health issues up to their neck in debt deeply insecure controlling the list goes on and on. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why I chose to become a matchmaker. Mm. So you're a matchmaker. Mm. So for people listening, just introduce yourself because we've just been, yeah, just yeah, been yeah. nattering. So, okay. So matchmaker is is something that um, has actually been around for hundreds of years. I yeah. mean, um, when you... Don't forget used... to introduce yourself. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, what? Who? My name? You yeah, 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 name? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because we have we've just been nattering. I forgot yes. to say your name. I forgot to ask your name. <laughs> Not that I don't you know. You know your name. my name, but the other people listening yeah, don't. Um, exactly. So my name is um, Siobhan Copeland. I uh, a lot of people call me Von for short. So um, Von Copeland, Siobhan, Siobhan, whatever you want to call me. Um, I am a professional matchmaker. So um, men who are busy businessmen successful they come to me to help me to connect them to the right woman Mm. so um that's who my client are obviously i'm helping both men and women but in terms of who actually comes and invest in finding the right person typically my clients are busy successful men who just want to want to commit a lot of women think that men don't want to commit that is a huge myth okay every man wants to commit but you they think don't so? Wanna, yes, but they do not want to commit to the wrong woman. Right. And they don't want to commit at every given point in their life. There might be a period in their, of their life where they just feel that that's not a priority for them. Yeah. That they are building. Yeah. They may be focusing on um, building their career and feeling financially secure. 
And a lot of the time, until a man is actually in that position, he's going to be reluctant to fully commit because he understands the woman's expectations of him. And he also understands the expectations of himself Mm. in the context of a relationship. And largely, the expectation is for a man to be a provider. And that is really, you know, going back to the primal needs of a man, you know, is Mm. to be the sort of hunter-gatherer whole scenario. It's, you know, a man should be able to, to gather and provide and protect. Absolutely. And until a man feels he can provide and protect, he's probably not going to want to commit. Yeah. But when he feels in that position, like in his warrior spirit as a man, he absolutely wants someone to provide and protect for but he only wants to do it with a woman who he feels is going to appreciate and need him and and want him for who he is. That is the way you've just explained that. I'm sure all the ladies listening would be like mind blown because the way you, you you've just nailed it. I think that is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of guys struggle to articulate that as well. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem is that, you know, people just kind of say, well, he doesn't want to commit to me. And mm. then it's just like, we either, we, we take it personally or we then attack that person because we think that they're a bad person, you know, for it. Mm. I mean, it's it's not about being good or bad. Sometimes life is just about understanding a person's circumstances fully and not attaching our ego to what that situation is. Yeah, Just being actually detached from that that but in terms of trying to what we need to do as human human beings this is what is going to solve problems for so many things including you know racism wars everything it's just trying to understand each other a lot of time people are just trying to be right yeah they're not trying to actually understand another person Mm. put themselves in another person's shoes really because i was saying this to to my missus the other day i just think you see men and women I don't think we'll ever like fully get on or understand each other. <laughs> I mean, like, can you tell me a period in time where like everything's just been like men and women just literally, they get each other. No, There's I always going to be something to argue about. And there's always going to be, like you said, everyone wants to be right. Everyone wants to be heard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a really good book. Um, one of the original relationship books called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I recommend everybody to read that, actually, whether you're single or in a relationship, understanding yeah. the different communication styles. But there's also a thing um, called the love languages. Oh, I've heard of that. Do I have read it? another one that I oh, recommend. Yeah. You can actually go online and take the test. It takes like five minutes called the five love languages. Yeah. And, um, you know, Love is something which is down to interpretation. Love is something that people express in different ways. So with the love languages, you have, um, you can give and receive love uh, by words of affirmation. Yeah. So if you're a person that's very much about speaking life into your partner, you motivate them, you you say the right things, you know, that's, that's great. That's mm. a way of showing love. Um, not to say the others are not important, but it's like your primary right, way. Right. Um, physical touch. You know, some people are very touchy-feely people. Other people are not so much. Yeah. Um, gifts. Buying gifts is another one. Um, what's the other one? Where's affirmation? Buying gifts. Affection. Um, anyway, 
check it out. There's mm. five different ones. And just figure out and, and do the test with your partner. See what their love language is. And once you know what yeah. you're working with, yeah. then you can apply yourself in that way. If you know that you're buying your missus gifts all the time, but actually what, what her love language is quality time. Right, yeah. yeah. Then although you feel like you're making maximum effort, you're not filling up her love tank because mm. her love tank is waiting for the quality yes. time. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if we're ever going to get on, you know. I mean, I mean <laughs> me and my me and my missus, we've been together a long time. So event, it's like, you know, like um, rocks rubbing together. Eventually it just, it smooths itself out. Yeah. Like we, we understand each other. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, like I just sit from the sidelines and just watch what's going on and just think, the market is a mess. <laughs> the market is a mess. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's, I don't want to be thrown back in the singles pool, to be honest. It's, it's you know, it's tricky. And yeah. I think it's getting more complicated now as well because of the way people meet each other and, like, life being so busy. Yeah. Um, obviously, technology is is uh, a factor as well. But just out of interest, how did you meet your, how did you meet your other half? We met on radio. Oh, that's how you actually met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So we were both radio presenters on the same station. We were yeah. friends for almost five years. We were just friends. I mean, we literally, we just hung out a lot and there was literally no actual intention yeah. in all those five years. You know, we both had relationships and I was just like, this is my boy. Like, you know, I didn't Oh, wow. Know. So, so he was, was in really, the friend zone in, in the beginning. He was totally friend zone. But the thing is, it, it was it was a good place to be because yeah. we were both in relationships. Oh, we okay. wasn't, you know, disrespecting each other's relationship at all. We knew boundaries of the friendship. It mm. wasn't like we'd speak every day. Mm. But whenever we check each other, we're like, we'll always be mad cool with each other. And, you know, but then I look back and I was like, wow, he was really a friend to me. Like there were times when I got thrown out of my mum's house and he would be there to pick up my bags and take me to where I need yeah. to go, you know, like, so, but I overlooked him. Like he was, he was just a friend. And yeah. I guess it was only, it was timing again. It was only when we were both single yeah. that we were able to spend more time together. And so because we were suddenly going from seeing each other once in a while to actually realizing when we were hanging out, we really liked each other's company. Mm. So before long, we were hanging out every day. And then it was just kind of like, oh, okay, what's going on here? You know? Um, so I think there's a lot of women that are actually overlooking their future husband, baby father, whatever, just like, just not looking at anything more than a friend. But yeah. I would say, if there's an opportunity for you to explore making that friendship into something else, yeah. developing a deeper connection, you know, don't be like, oh no, he's just a friend. Like, is there any other reason other than you saying he's just a friend for why you wouldn't go there? Yeah, yeah. Because it's it mad how you say that because I was thinking <laughs> earlier today, I was thinking, do you think the friendship element has been lost? Because I feel like these days, this is just my opinion, these days I think the focus is on like attraction and sex. Yes. Like it's, it's not balanced enough. I feel like the yeah. friendship thing doesn't matter. So because of that, there's no loyalty. Yeah. There's no, there's less respect. Mm. There's no obligation to each mm. other. I feel like it's gone that that kind of way. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it is. It's like a fast food culture of dating. It's literally like I want it now, mm. and and then tomorrow I'm I'm I want something else. I'm hungry again in the next hour. I mean, there's people that are literally on the apps, and I just think the whole I think the whole idea of just going. Take a look at someone for a few seconds. Yeah. Yes, no. Because you know there's like hundreds of other people next in line, yeah, yeah. you know. So it's 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 kind of like 
I know it's become more like a shopping. Yeah, you're, do you know I always use that example. I've yeah. always said that. Like, see, like Instagram, um, maybe not so much Twitter, but more Instagram. I was thinking, this is basically like a catalog. Yeah. Of yeah. You know, you can just you can look around your circles, mm. mutual friends. Mm. And it, like you said, it's like, mm, I like that, like that, like that, you know like what? that. I was just and we didn't have idea. that growing no, up no, as well, no, which no, is no. crazy. So you've got a whole generation of people growing up with this as their norm. Right. And yeah, and it's this very kind of, um, I think what I always say to people when I'm coaching them, when I'm matching them, I say, okay, I want to know what you're looking for. Of yeah. course, that's important. But more importantly, I want to know what you bring to the table. And I don't think enough people are asking themselves that question. Yeah. You know, because what happens when two people that just want in a relationship, you, in theory, it's like if you both want the same thing, it should work. Mm-hmm. But two people come in with different expectations and they both want different things a lot of the time. Um, so that's always going to change. What you want is always going to change. But when you're two givers and you're just coming into the relationship because you got a lot to give mm. and you just want to, you want to be able to give more. Yeah. And the void that you're actually feeling is not that you're not getting. It's actually the human desire is to give and to share. So when you're both going in with that mentality of like, what can I give? How can I increase this person's happiness? Yeah. And we both, we're both thinking like that. Guess what? Both of your cups are going to be full. Yeah. So basically not 50, 50, a hundred, a hundred. So both people yeah. bring in a hundred percent to the yeah. table. Yeah. And you know what I say to everybody? I'm like, Okay, so you want a relationship. Why do you want to be in a relationship? Of course, you don't want to be in a relationship because you're lonely. That is the worst reason to want to be in a relationship. Um, because then you're going in again. It's that needy, that neediness. Yeah. Nobody wants someone that's needy. Like we want to be needed, but we don't want needy. Yeah. So it's like a fine balance. Especially when you get older. Yeah. Yeah. So if if I know that I'm with someone who actually has got a lot going on in their life other than me. Like, I want to be around them because their energy is kind of contagious. Their energy kind of builds me up. So it's like me and my partner, you know, we, we're constantly, like, motivating each other to mm. just, like, go after our own individual goals and, you know, just 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 elevate ourselves. Yeah, We're just all about elevating and keeping your energy level at such a level that it's going to attract somebody. Yeah. You know, if you're walking around with some dead energy, like who's going to want to be with you? Mm. You know? So it's not just about looks. It's not just no, about not you know, physical appearance. It's about your energy as well. Absolutely. So when I'm when I'm looking for my guys, I'm like, yeah, some hot women come along and they want, you know, can you introduce me to someone? I'm like, great, you're yeah. hot, but what else have you got going on? <laughs> Seriously, you yeah. know, because I, I, I'm literally like, okay. And I will literally psychologically profile them. Yeah. And I'll be like, right, okay, this woman emotionally stable or not? Because that, and a lot of women that are really attractive are not emotionally stable because you know why? They get so many men attracted to them that they've had so many interactions with men that they've got to the point where they've almost just had enough of men. Truth bomb. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. You've dropped quite a few nuggets. (laughs) You've dropped quite a few nuggets. Continue. Yeah, I mean, um, that's just that's just my take. But yeah. um, what are some questions? Uh, did you say you got some people who have some questions? Yeah, some people have sent in some questions. Um, let's have a look. How has dating and relationships changed in the 21st century in comparison to a few decades ago? 
Well, there's there's a lot of things that have changed. Um, you know what I think has has really impacted uh, relationships. Feminism. Okay. Um, now, I am all for women's equal rights, of course. Um, I don't believe women should have lesser rights than men. Mm-hmm. But the dynamics have changed as a result of feminism. Right. Prior to the post, you know, feminism movement, say from around the 60s, basically when the birth control pill was brought out, women suddenly became a lot more sexually liberated. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's face it, women are the goalkeepers, but if women are not guarding the goal and they're going out to score, yeah, that changes the dynamics. Right. Yeah. So women now, since, since they knew that they had control over not just getting pregnant, because women before were a lot more cautious about who they had sex with because yes. they knew that that was likely that could end up, they would get pregnant by that guy. Mm. So therefore they were looking for a husband they weren't looking for a lover. They weren't looking for a boyfriend. But when women had control over when they got pregnant, straight away, things started changing. Women were like, I can just have sex for fun. Mm. Yeah. So men had more choice of women they could have sex with. It was more readily available to them. Um, women then started going out to work and they were not looking for a man for what they were looking for before, which was financial security. Mm-hmm. Women still are looking for that to an extent, yeah. but they are coming in with a different energy because they are coming in with money too. Right. So now it's like they, they're asking, I want a man who earns more than me or at least the same or more than me. So, that, so men before it was like, even if you were a man that earned 20,000 a year, you were still earning more than a woman who was staying home and doing nothing. Mm. Now women are going out earning 60,000 a year. They want a hundred grand a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So women still want men that earn more than them. Mm. They still want that balance, but it's harder because yeah. then there's less, there's the, the, the ratio is less. Yes. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's less picking. And then, of course, online dating opened up the doors before you'd have to wait for to meet someone down the pub or introduce mm. for a friend yeah. at a party. Now suddenly it's like, Boom, the floodgates open. There's a hundred thousand potential people that I can date out there. Yeah. And I'm just gonna keep looking and looking and looking. So people are not willing to invest as much time yeah. in getting to know someone because it's not like, oh, well, I've just met someone and it's a long time since I've met someone before. You would maybe spend months talking on the phone. Yeah, it's every true. Day. It's true. Yeah. The the now, process is a lot shorter now. Yeah. So yeah. now it's like, oh, you know, I have people say, Oh, this person wasn't banter enough on text message. So that's it. <laughs> How long have you been speaking to them? An hour. Yeah, but what, some people might be better in them? person. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? But so. it's like they're not giving them a chance because the way they see it is, well, I'm just going to jump on and making other match and get some better banter with this person. So yeah. there's just, yeah, I think that there seems to be more, there's no more single people out there necessarily than there were 30 years ago. You don't think so? No, I don't think necessarily. Mm. I mean... Okay, there were probably more people getting married. Yeah. There were more people getting married. But divorce rates have always been have been high have been higher now since women no longer have the same need to sweep things under the carpet mm. and tolerate things yes. because they don't feel they need the man there because they say they're making their own money, they're doing their own thing, they can go and swipe right and left and get a new man. Yeah. 
yeah. before men felt a little less uh, replaceable. Yeah. And there's also there was a stigma as well with being, you know. Yeah, you didn't want to be divorced yeah. because all of your friends would be married and they'd all be housewives. So who wants to be a single divorced woman? And, yeah. and who wants to then take on a woman that's got a child and yeah. divorced back then? Back then yeah. Whereas now it's like, oh, well, we're all in the same boat. We've all had failed relationships and mm. broken families or whatever behind us. So, yeah. So I think there's a lot's changed, but ultimately, I think it did start with with the feminism, feminism and the, the the birth of the control pill, and just the dynamics shifting with the um, earning power. Right. Got another question. So, do you think having such availability to meet new people affects the way people value relationships? Yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of answered that one, haven't we? It's, mm. it's, it's that thing of uh, people just seem to discard of people. We're, we're in a society where everyone wants the latest this and the latest that, Yeah, you know? When you look back to, I mean, when I look at even, like, my in-laws, mm. they've got furniture and plates in their house that they've had for, like, 40 years. Wow. And you would look at these things and think they just bought it last week. Right. Yeah? Because they, they take, take care of it. Yeah. Care, they cherish it. Pride. They, they, they're like, yeah, they cherish it. Mm. Exactly. Whereas now it's like, we're always buying new stuff all the time. Something has a little chip on it, breaks. I want a new one. It's true. You know? it's so true. it's a consumerism society. We're, you know, we're, we're taught to consume. Yeah. We're not taught to retain. So, so long I as I think our, that's the same like mindset people bring to relationships as well. Yeah. So, like, if it's if it's not going well, the the mentality is like, oh, maybe I need someone else. Yeah, rather than trying to rather, fix yeah. it, it's like, well, I'm not here to fix anybody. Yeah, I just want to go and find someone who's already the total package. Mm, but the, the total package but no doesn't exist. No one is the yeah. total package. That's a, you know, everybody is a work in progress, and. Um, that I think that people, until they become fully self-aware of themselves, yeah. they're always going to look for what they actually lack yeah. in someone else, you know? Because a lot of the time in a relationship, what is actually happening is it's not... Your partner is mirroring you. Mm. They are feeding off of your vibe. Right. You know? So there's... It's about kind of making sure that, as I said, your energy is in such a way that it's not too attached to your ego it's not yeah. too attached to one person you you love freely without expectation mm. but you're willing to try to continue to understand yourself and the person that you're with yeah that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense so like with um if someone was someone listening thinking okay should i sign up to a matchmaking service or should i get a dating app like tinder mm. or whatever i don't really know that like, uh what's the other one plenty of fish yeah all of those things or just use social media what would you say to them obviously you've got your matchmaking yeah. um business what's mm -hmm. it called it's called cupid in the city cupid cupid in the city okay yeah so what would you say to those people who are single and looking and they haven't had much luck like what pointers can you give them yeah, yeah. So I think um, a lot of people ask me, where do I go to meet people? Yeah. And I say, you can get off, you can walk out your door and go to the corner shop and meet your husband or wife. Yeah. There is no one place to meet them. But 
if you are single and you want to meet someone, as I said, the first thing is, is not like, particularly for women, um, I say to them and, and no, and for men as well, but I say to them, it's about as a man, you have your masculine energy, but you also have a feminine energy about you as a woman. We have both feminine and masculine energy. It's the, the yin and the yang. Mm. Um, what happens is sometimes when people are, especially I'll say women, because when you've been single for so long, um, you have to be independent, strong, taking care of yourself, doing everything for yourself. Da, da, da. And what energy does that bring? It actually brings masculine energy. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you'll get things done. You're you're almost like aggressive about the way you go about doing things. Mm. Yeah. So you're operating from the masculine energy all the time. That's that's not going to attract man. Um, you give off the vibe. You give it off in your body language. Okay. You give it off in the way you speak. You know, I was just coaching a woman just prior um, now. She yeah. used to be a top supermodel. Um, she's now a woman in her 40s yeah. um, and she's struggling to find the right guy. And I was basically saying to her, you know, we were sat there in this really nice place and one of the waiters came over and she'd, she'd moved this curtain over the radiator to stop the draft from coming in. Mm. And he came over and he took the curtain back down. And her immediate response was to snap at him. <laughs> yeah. So, and I looked and I watched and I smiled and I observed and I said to her, that man just there, were, were you kind towards him? And she said, well, no, but he's stupid. He, why, why would he take the curtain down? And can't he see there's a fire there and there's this there and it's cold and I'm cold and I'm going to get sick. And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I said, um, you know, this is what needs to change. Yeah. You're, you're saving, you're saving Miss Nice. Yeah. lady for the man that you want mm. but you think you can treat everybody else like crap mm. basically that's not that's not how it goes like you need to be nice to everybody even the people that you think have no significance yeah. to you yeah. but a lot of people aren't they aren't they're not they're not they, they just wait to show the best of themselves until they get wooed and spoiled and treated like a princess yeah hello you're not going to get a man to treat you like a princess when you're acting like a B-I-T-C-H. You're not. <laughs> you need to act like you're already yeah. this really lovely, feminine, like magnetic woman. Right. For him to feel like, wow, what a woman. You know, I want to spoil her. Yeah. I want to. But Miss Ice Queen is not going to work. Yeah. So I say to women, you know, the first thing that needs to change actually is you check in your energy. Yeah. Check in. How do you treat the people around you? Yeah. Like, how do you talk to yourself? Mm -hmm. What's the dialogue going in your mind? How do you talk to other people? Like I say, like the waiter in the room, your family, uh, your friends. And when you start being aware of your thoughts and you start to control them because your emotions are they start with your thoughts. Yeah. So I even say to ladies, you know, things like keep an emotional diary. Okay. Check in with your emotions. If you don't want to feel that way, ask yourself, how did I start thinking? How did I start feeling that way? What did I think that brought me to feel like that? Mm. Yeah. So once you start doing that work and that self-work and really working on loving yourself, not relying on having to have a male company in order to be in your feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, just being in it all the time, you will attract people wherever you go. You can go enjoying a dating agency like mine. Mm -hmm. It's not cheap. 
it means that you may get a faster track way of getting to someone that's yeah. really on your wavelength because yeah. I, I read people, I understand people, I connect people. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, you may want to go on a dating site, but be aware that you are competing with a lot of people that's on there. Yeah. You've got to have your pictures looking tip top. Yeah. You can't be putting no... Let's talk about know, that for a second. Right. So do you think that some people are spoiling their market in inverted commas by how they present themselves on social media, Instagram, yeah, because whatnot, people and Google what people. they're saying. People and, Google people now. You know, yeah. they will see you. They may find you through Instagram. Yeah. Think about it this way. Like you said, you know, you don't have to be on a dating app. Someone might just pre your profile on Instagram and they will look at what you put out there. Yeah. They will look at, you know, I can, I look at some girls again and I think, oh, you know, she's stunning. But then you start seeing some of the quotes they put up. <laughs> And then you're like, okay, I see you, you know? So it's like, you need to pay attention to those things. You know, Maya Angelou says something, which was when people show you who they are, believe them. The first time, yeah. The first time. Yeah. So, you know, I believe people can change, but right now, this is how this person is thinking. Yeah. Yeah. This is the type of mindset that they have right now. Yeah. And it might be that they're, you know, mocking people. Mm. It might be that they're just in a negative kind of thing where they're just like always moaning, complaining. Um, so I think that's the thing with these apps. There's no good just just putting a picture up and letting someone write a little something about themselves. Some don't even bother to write anything. Mm. They're just going by the fact that they think I'm oh, I'm hot enough by my picture alone. You should yeah. want to talk to me. Well, they're talking to like multiple people. The DMs, oh, DMs talking on fire to and 50, that. 60 people. I mean, how can you possibly <laughs> manage that in a day when you're working full time? Yeah. Um, and then you've got your other friends at home to speak to. Like, so I, I think there should be limits imposed actually, where you can't have more than like three matches. I really think that you're is. talking about like the apps. Yeah. Oh right. So like you literally can't have more than like three matches. I might do this myself. And then um, if you decide, you know, things are not going anywhere with those three, yeah. refresh and that's it. But that's the maximum. Yeah. You know, because I think it's not feasible. You can't manage communication with that. That's why I only have maximum of twenty clients. Okay. I will not work with more than twenty clients because I don't have time for it. I want to be able to give these people enough of my time yeah, and energy. Quality rather than yeah. yeah, you know, I could be like, oh, I've got thousands of clients. Like, who's got to? Okay, the only way I'm able to deliver that is through my online content. But in terms of me sitting down with people and being out and scouting for them, like, I can't do that for more than twenty people. Yeah. So yeah, pictures are important. You want to show someone um, that you're confident, but not that you're craving attention. Yeah. You know, women that post too many selfies are often narcissists. Okay. Or deeply I, I saw insecure. something in your profile that you know a lot about psychology and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I've read just about every book on the subject. And, um, you know, and it, it does, It you know, a picture speaks a thousand words. So yeah. your picture has to be um, showing you, you know, classy. Like, I love this picture in the room there, that one there with the woman um, sort of looking in the mirror from different angles. But... That's really classy. You can see the woman's beauty. And I can see that she's got a nice physique. She's got nice shoulders, nice arms. She's got a full bust, but she's not flaunting it. Mm. You know, she's got her hair natural. She's got a bit of makeup accentuating her beauty. There's nothing wrong with wearing a bit of makeup. But like when it looks like a mask, like you're hiding (laughs) a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Oh my God. Let's, Let's get into that. Filters, makeup. What, what's your opinion on, on those? Because 
I've read stories. I've heard stories mm. of guys meeting um, girls they've seen on Instagram, and yeah. it's like a totally different person. But based oh, on yeah, the- yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't, I don't. All this sort of, you know, doggy face, cat face. Um, <laughs> I mean, just show your face. Why, why are you trying to make something like a dog or a cat? <laughs> is he trying to date a dog or a cat? If he is, I'd be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh good and there's a comedian that was talking about that the other day oh really that's hilarious that's crazy but um what about guys as well like a lot of guys i find they're trying to obviously use what they have to attract you know yeah as many girls as possible mm-hmm. like it might be the car it might be how yeah. they dress their watch mm. their where they're eating, what they're doing, holidays. But this is the same guy who said they don't want no gold digger. Yeah. But yet they're let's putting talk, out. Let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> but uh, they're putting out stuff that is only going to attract a gold digger. Like, you know, it's a fine line, right? Because obviously, if you're successful and you make your money, you're probably going to want a really beautiful girl. Mm. Every man, if you're rich or poor, wants a really beautiful girl. But like, you're probably going to end up with a woman that does like the finer things yeah. as well. And you, you too will obviously like the finer things. Yeah. So, so that's fine. Um, but in terms of how you're presenting yourself, I think that you don't want to lead with that. Mm. You don't want to lead with that. I think the the most successful men, I mean, think of uh, even the likes of Mark Zuckerberg, right? Mm. Who owns Facebook. This guy is not walking around with Gucci this and Louis Vuitton that. Yeah. He wears a black t-shirt, a black jeans every day. Yeah. Steve Jobs, same thing. All black. Yeah. That's all he ever wore. Yeah. He never, he said, because you know what? I don't want to spend my day mm. or time in my precious day thinking about what I'm going to wear. That yeah. is a waste of my my thoughts. I've got much more important things to think about. So just keep it really simple. And I've I've worked with billionaires, millionaires, celebrities, and actually the most wealthiest people, you would not even think it to look at them. Yeah. But I, I gotta say, it's something as well in the black community it's like as soon as we make money it's like we've got to show everyone we got money Mm. i was just about to ask you do you think it's (laughs) like it's something in our community or do you think like yeah it is it is because on the flip side let's play devil's advocate if you don't appear to like dress well or spend like money on your clothes they'll say oh you've got no sauce you've got do you know know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) you've got no sauce why would i be interested in you do you know what i mean and then everyone's trying to like buy the 500 pound trainers not everyone but mm. it's like social media kind of drives us to spend not all of us but yeah, yeah, yeah. some of us spend you got more than what we have for jordan trainers like this keep is... up an image yeah yeah obviously it's gonna affect you Looking know the partners like, that yeah. you're gonna attract and what's what not i think you know i would i would if you really want to know a woman's intentions i would take her to a really simple place to start with you know you don't need to lead with taking her to nobu mm. Because you you're setting the expectation from the get go, yeah. yeah. If you take it to Nobu for the first date, you're gonna have to go something even better the second date yeah. and the third date. And your constant thing is trying to impress her. Do you think people actually do that though? Do you think people are gay? Because yeah. I, I would have just thought that's just basics. That's just common what, sense. What like, not take her to flashy like, places? Don't less. don't like what's the word? Don't burn yourself out in round one, like, do you know what I mean? Oh, they do it all the time. I've got even guy mates do it, and I'm like, what are you doing? And they'll just go, oh, you know, like, she's gone and she's ordered a 10-pound bottle of water, and, you know, and I'm just like, and they don't want to see her again, and they know they've gone and spent £200 on a yeah. meal, 
But do you believe in like, you know, the saying dating your lane? But what is dating your lane though? Your financial lane, I suppose. Well, if you've got the money, that's fine. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you need to lead with that. That that's yeah. my thing. It's like, obviously, you're not gonna overstretch yourself for what without um outside of your means. That's stupid. Yeah. But even if you've got the money, I'm saying hold back. Yeah. Don't let her see what you're working with. <laughs> Don't. You know what? Let her see what your what your mind is about. Yeah. Let her see the way that you treat her. Um, let her see your actual qualities of the kind of man that you are before you even had all of that. Yeah. You know, because if all of that was lost tomorrow, if your business went bust, everything went bust, you want the woman that's going to stay with you for better, for worse. Yeah. You don't want the woman that's just there when you're on the up, mm. you know? So I think that, I mean, look at um, coming to America. Yeah. He pretty much played that game. He went and stayed in like the slummiest yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, made the woman just play like to say he was Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And you kind of got to play that in a way if you're somebody. And if you're, and if you're not someone that's got all the money, you know, you've got other stuff that you can offer women. Women want, women want um, a man that's attentive, supportive, kind, caring, confident. You know, you can be all of those things mm. even if you haven't got your bank balance where you want it. Yeah, absolutely. So for people who want to find out more about like what you do as a matchmaker, let them know where they can find you. And, yep, yep. So... And what's the process? What, what does the process involve? What does it look like when they get in touch with you as mm, well? Mm. So the website is cupidinthecity.com. So there you've got pretty much all the information about the matchmaking, um, coaching, events that I organize as well. This year, I'm really going to be doing a lot more online activities. So there's going to be seminars to join, uh, webinars to join. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be putting out content on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. blah. So you'll, you'll be able to see me there. But at the moment, that's the main place to go. Um, and regarding the process, if you're a man that's looking for your dream woman and you want to be connected, then we'd set up a consultation and really just get to know the ins and outs of, you know, what you're looking for and what you have to offer. Um, usually within two weeks of actually signing up, it's usually six months or a year membership. Okay. So it, within that time, you get unlimited introductions, unlimited coaching support. I'm not going to talk about the prices, so yeah. let's just let people contact me um, for that. Um, so it's over six months or a year. And within two weeks of joining, usually men are on their first introduction. And my success rate is actually pretty high in the yeah. sense I was of, just going to ask you about that. Like, How many people have you seen get married? And So marriage for me is not... That's always a question people ask. And that's always a question that I... Um, before, I used to not know how to answer it. And now I say, do you know what? Marriage is not the end goal for everybody. Yeah. So I've got a lot of people that are in happy, fulfilling relationships. They may not have reached that... Uh, pinnacle of getting married yet yeah. they may get there they may not yeah. and that's fine because for me nowadays once again it comes back to that 1950s mentality to now mm. not everybody's getting married anymore not everybody actually thinks that that's the end goal some people are happy to commit through having a child living together so we've got lots of that going on yeah. um have got some engagements as well okay but i don't take credit for where they end up because i say um for me I'm more interested in getting people to do the work that ensures that they are prepared mm. for a relationship that's going to last a lifetime because 
it's very easy to check out. I mean, if divorce is an option, most yeah. people will take it at some point. Yeah. So it's about safeguarding your relationship um, from from that because, you know, half of marriages do end in divorce. Yeah. So even if you get married, for me, that's that's not the success. I, I want to see these people when they're old and see mm. if they're still together mm. and, and see if that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for women, it's um, you can join my database to be matched to my um, clients. And it's actually free. To join the database, you just got to submit your details. Um, I'll get on the phone and get to know you some more. And you can also come along to the events. And I always prioritize introducing people, you know, once I've met them in person. Yeah. So, and I ensure that if I haven't physically sat down with that person, I'll at least FaceTime them and get to see them, get to get a feel of them mm. before I go ahead and go to my guys. Hear me, huh? Yeah. Know? Couple so, of questions. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the main advantage of that compared to like people just hooking up on Instagram or whatever, sending DMs. Yeah. What do you think is the, is the advantage? It's because it's bespoke because personal relationships are personal. Yeah. So when you go and take that to a technology platform, it's actually making it impersonal, Mm. you know, a computer or an app, an algorithm cannot, understand you fundamentally as a human being you're not going to even reveal that to that to that that technology Mm. yeah it's just going to take based on the information that has been pre-selected for you to reveal i dig really deep when it comes to getting to know each individual person yeah i get to the root of why things haven't been working out we fix that i get to the root of what it is that they need now Okay. What's going to be a good partnership? I get their energy right. I get everything aligned so that two people that have both been on the similar journey mm. in doing that self work are going to be connected with one another. Oh, right. That's really good. Because it's go like apps, if you look like at the yeah the apps they they use the algorithms and also with social media, it's like it's just like trial and error, isn't it? And the other thing is is that it's exclusive. Mm. So I don't let everyone into my club. Right. The only people that get through the doors are the people that I feel are suitable to introduce. So, whereas with the apps, any Tom, Dick or Harry can join. Yeah. As long as you're willing to pull out your credit card, as long as you're willing to post a picture and verify yourself through Facebook, you're in. Mm. So, having that exclusivity, filtering out a lot of the people who are just going to be bad for you. Yeah. Is... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because there's just so many, as I say, you know, we all fall for a pretty face. We all can fall for that very easily. Yeah. And because we are visual, and especially men are so visually um, stimulated. That- I think that's why Instagram just ruined everything, you know. I don't mm-hmm. mean to blame Instagram, mm-hmm. but I just think that that being there is it's actually, it's actually crazy. Because, like, imagine teenagers are growing yeah. up with that. Whereas, yeah. like, back when we was young, it's like, if you happen to bump into someone that you like, yeah. then you would have the it's opportunity like the to meet someone. beauty as well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What do you like, think about that? Like, you know, how do you think social media has, like, influenced, like, standards of beauty and also standards of eligibility in, ter- in terms mm, of men? Mm. Um, I think in terms of, um, yeah, standards of beauty, I think it's, it's mainly affecting the, the younger generation, the teenage girls and stuff. And actually, I've started doing talks in schools. Um, okay, that's good. Yeah, just like educating women about, you know, how to be more self-confident, regardless of what external factors are taking place and how to, um, what's the word? Uh, yeah, I think just basically they're, they're, they're comparing themselves a lot. 
Mm. As a woman who's in their 30s now, I see women that are in their 30s still kind of feeling a bit insecure when they go on social media. But a lot of the time, they're women that want to be in the public eye. I Mm. think for a woman that's just like going to work in an office and stuff, like you shouldn't be really letting that get you down because at the end of the day, you're not making a living out of looking good. Mm. These women on Instagram are making a living out of putting a certain image out there. They're just like models, you know. Mm. We wasn't we wasn't upset because Naomi Campbell and all these supermodels were were, were doing their thing back in the day, you know. Yeah. So it's like, okay, they're they're making a living out of what they're doing. You don't need to make a living off of that. That's not what you're leading with. These women are actually leading with, um, you know, I've got a friend that's got a fourteen year old daughter. The other day, she she decided to do a hair tutorial on YouTube, mm. but she did it wearing a bikini. Because she'd been, and when her dad saw 14, it, did you yeah, say? And when her dad saw it, he was just like, he had to school her and be like, you know, you don't need to do this because you see other people doing this. Yeah. They're doing it because they're leading with that because they know that that's really what they have to offer is their body. Mm. You should know that you have so much more to offer. You have your mind, your sense of humor, your creativity, your, you know, all these amazing things that are going to attract the right, the right people in your life mm. by you putting your leading with your body you're showing the world that that's all you have to offer mm. so i think women are are look thinking oh i should you know i should have this body i should have a, a 20 inch waist and 40 inch hips and i should you know there is a bit of part of that but then there's also there's there's got to be that you know just that internal referencing mm. of actually that beauty doesn't doesn't come in one form as much as the media might try to um convey it's crazy though because it seems like everyone kind of looks the same nowadays well this is what i was saying it's like even with the guys as well like at one point beards weren't trendy but now Uh, yeah like someone that you would never imagine to sport a beard always been clean shaven as long as you've known them (laughs) they were they're rocking a beard now like everyone's beard gang yeah yeah i know (laughs) and it's just like um (laughs) it's just a bit I, I'm I'm very much about being an individual. Like yeah. I'm the sort of person if I see someone wearing something, even though I like it, if I see everybody wearing it, I don't want it. Yeah. I want yeah, something yeah. different. Yeah. Like, whereas, you know, a lot of people are influenced by popular culture. Yeah. And so they want to feel it's this sort of sheep mentality. You gotta choose who are you? Are you a sheep or you're a lion? Yeah. Because if you're a sheep, you're gonna follow the crowd, you're gonna go do what the crowd does. And you're gonna have what the crowd has. And has what the crowd has, yeah. you know. Um, or what they what they perceive to have. Yeah. You know? And with the long term relationship, long term successful relationship, the crowd doesn't have that. Right. So. And the thing is what I always say as well to people is you're not life is not a sprint. Mm. We're in it for the the long run, mm. yeah. So when you see like our the long distance runners, like the Mo Farahs, and you know, E may seem behind yeah. for part of the race, for a large part of the race, but then suddenly out of nowhere is boom, he's taken strides ahead and he's won. And I think that's how life goes. Like if you you know if you're already thinking that it's a sprint, you're always going to be competing with everybody else. You're always going to want to be doing better and seem to be ahead and one step ahead, but. The only time when you're going to know whether you had a successful life is at the end. At the end, yeah. So just work towards every day to building the sort of life that when you come to the end of it, you're going to say, that was a good life. Mm. That was a good relationship. That was, you know, and and that for me, I think 
is what keeps me on track. It doesn't make me feel like I need to feel inadequate because somebody else, and that goes for men and women. You see a guy walking around with his Rolex now. Next year, that guy could lose all his money, have Mm. to sell the Rolex, be back to square one, while you've suddenly got an increase in your in your salary and yeah. you've started a business and yeah. you you know but yet you don't go and buy a rolex you'll go and treat your family to a luxury holiday mm. success is individual to yeah. each person you know so don't don't just be basing your success on somebody else's um perception yeah. of success yeah no, that's true that's and, true. and beauty as yeah. well <laughs> nah, it's been good talking to you though. Like we've, you've dropped quite a few nuggets, like, <laughs> quite a few. Like especially with you know the Is psychology. It like a McDonald's like 40, 40 nuggets. It's a full chicken nugget it's meal. Not happy meal. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously. Now some things had me like what? <laughs> yeah. So like finally, um, just let everyone know where they can follow you on social media and stuff. You do some like Instagram yes. live stuff as well, don't you? Or is it Facebook? I do. Live? I do do some um bit of Instagram live, a bit of Facebook live. Uh, let's just have a look. Uh, what's my because I'm I, I've recently changed up my username so cupidandthecity.com is the um website cupid underscore in the city is the agency site um so you can follow that one and you can pretty much catch everything that that we're doing on there because I have a team as well that works with me um Twitter I'm not massively on so just just hit up the website or, or Instagram Instagram yeah. best yeah Cool. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. Thanks for, for coming on the podcast. Pleasure. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the conversation, use the hashtag redesignpod. And also, if you want to drop us an email, you can do that at redesignpod at mail.com. That's redesignpod at mail.com. Make sure you follow me on the socials as well at Andrew underscore CBX, both on Instagram and Twitter. Going to be updating the blog very, very soon as well. Andrew Akinyede.com. Uh, yeah, and should be back on the videos very soon. I just wanted to get a bit more consistent with the podcast before doing too many things at once. You know how it gets where you're spinning too many plates at once. Um, so yeah, going to have some banging, banging content for you this year. God willing. So yeah, with that being said, I'm out. Catch you same time, same place next week. Take care and bye for now.